0: Hello, fellow educators. Welcome to the third episode of Teacher's Tent, a place to regain your strength after a long day, week, or maybe semester, this 2023. I'm your host, Steve G. And I want to thank those educators who have reached out to us. One teacher that sent his feedback from our previous episodes is Charlie O. from Suffolk County, New York. He says that in response to new technology, and confronted with having to use a smart board, he was reluctant at first, since he did not want to take the time to learn how to use it, until he did. He never wants to go back now. I think we can all relate to Charlie O, right? Please keep sending your valuable feedback after listening. Today we'll talk about our response. Having listened in the last two weeks, to how teachers and students have both changed in the last 30 plus years. Today's question is, how are we going to respond to these changes? We will examine several scenarios, some rather dramatic, but let's hope you enjoy today's presentation. In this episode, I'll share my five ways in which I believe teachers can react. So let's talk about our possible responses. The first way teachers can react to the changes we've discussed is by simply leaving the profession. Sadly, 44% of new educators leave the teaching field in the first five years of teaching. Part of this is natural and happens in every occupation. Some people simply see this as not for me job, thank you very much. Unfortunately with teachers, Too many leave because of negative or hurtful experiences with students, parents, or, regrettably, in some instances, administrators. Many of these experiences, I believe, could have been avoided with better training and more pastoral care. The other options all obviously involve staying in the field. Many educators would like to leave but can't afford it, are afraid to try something new, feel like this is all they've done their whole lives, etc. So remaining a teacher, yes, but how? With each alternative, two to five, we'll examine a different scenario. The second response is a group I'll call the silent coasters. A teacher stays, but his or her response is, whatever. Given the large teacher shortage, they're convinced they're not going to be fired. These teachers become passive, do the bare minimum, are reluctant to try anything new, and show zero enthusiasm for anything but the last day of school. Needless to say, they derive zero satisfaction from their jobs. We usually think of this group as older educators, but lately I have seen many new teachers falling into this rut. There is no passion, and of course, very low or no impact on kids. In some cases, people in this group could easily transform into a teacher from the next group. A third common response is becoming bitter and resentful. Unlike the previous quiet group, these educators make sure their voices are heard and everyone, including their students, sadly, can hear how dissatisfied they are with everything. This group will hardly ever accept new challenges, being there Done that is their motto. What do you guys think makes someone bitter? I believe that in a few cases, it might be a personality issue, but most of the ones I can think of seem to be rooted in negative or deeply frustrating experiences in the workplace with unsolved issues. A second origin could be in feeling unable to keep up with the many abrupt changes in the teaching environment around them, Their attitude can be highly contagious and new teachers are especially vulnerable to them. However, even though it is sometimes hard to be around these people, I think listening to them and showing compassion can go a long way. Unfortunately, some may have even been effective teachers at some point, but got lost along the way. The fourth reaction is that of the teacher who decides to stay, fold up his or her sleeve, and take it all. Maybe a new teacher, maybe not, but certainly a reliable one. He or she will be in every committee and might have a hard time saying no. He or she will take every training possible, is open to all ideas, and wants to implement every single program in his or her class. This teacher has enthusiasm, but his or her bigger drive is doing it all and checking every box on the list. Some might be the perfectionist type who are never happy with what they're doing. Even though he or she is the first to arrive and the last to leave the school building, this teacher always feels he or she ought to be doing more. Stress and anxiety and other ailments usually get to these teachers as a result of this huge self-imposed load. I know you're all waiting for the fifth group, right? Well, to me, it's simple. The last way we can respond is by becoming an effective teacher. Please notice I use the verb to become. I believe, like those who identify themselves with a growth mindset, that just like we're not born intelligent but can become smart, we can also become effective teachers. I'm currently working on my next presentation, Becoming an Effective Teacher. Pivoting around the concept of, I need to work smarter and not harder, I'm thinking of various situations when we opt to say or do things that are just not effective. A teacher, for example, might yell at the students, Why are you not listening to me? This is clearly an ineffective thing to say, because it is highly unlikely that your students will tell you why. And, even in the best case scenario they did tell you, You'd probably not be too encouraged but what they would say. I have learned, for example, that if I'm going home completely exhausted on a daily basis, while my students leave full of energy, I'm clearly not being effective. Becoming effective requires constantly monitoring our words and actions in the quest for better performance. In conclusion, teachers can respond by leaving the profession or continuing in the classroom. Those who stay can be the coasters, the bitter, the exhausted overachievers, or those who choose to become effective teachers. These are the top five on my list that we have covered in today's episode Our Response. I would love to hear what reactions would make your top five list. Feel free to email me this or other comments or suggestions to steve at teacherstent.com. Again, that's steve at teacherstent.com. You can follow Tent on Instagram as well. In the meantime, join us next week for our podcast's fourth episode, keeping a balance work and home. Let me know in advance, any thoughts and tips you might have on achieving this very desirable goal. And if you're enjoying the show, Please don't forget to let your colleagues and friends know about Teacher's tint. There's room for them too. Have a great week.